Rabbi Isaiah, good morning. A good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kaidish. Parshas Lech Lecha Tavshin Pei Gimel. Really coming back again in the cycle to Parshas Lech Lecha, the famous Parshas Lech Lecha. You know, this is one of the first Parshas that many, many Talmudim learn in yeshivas. It really, it's so packed, jammed packed with so many things. We'll speak a little bit more about it in a moment. We also want to mention that this Shabbos is the yard set of Rachel Imenu. Ah, and there's always many, many people that go. People go today. People are going Matzah Shabbos. Thousands and thousands of Yudin going to Davin. Yudin. Men, women, children to Davin to pour our hearts out to Rachel Imenu. The Mama Rachel, she should talk, listen to all the Tfilas. She be to a lot of Yeshua's for Kuala Yisrael. And she's always been there, the Mama Rachel. So we know that when we Davin there, that we dive into the Rebbeinu Shalom and the Schus of Rachel Imenu and her great Avaidah that it should have an effect and the Rebbeinu Shalom should listen to our tefillahs. It's also the art site, the Shabbos of the Rosh Hashiva, the Mir Yeshiva, Rav Nosson Tzvi Finkel, Zeich Happens to be today is the art site of Rav Beryl Schwartzman, Rav Beryl Schwartzman, the Rosh Hashiva of Yeshiva Vesa Talmud, was one of the Ge'oinim that we had in our Torah world and I was just contemplating that the last time I saw Reb Nassim Tzvi was at the Levaya of uh, Reb Beryl. I remember I spoke with him at the Levaya. He was in his car. And for some reason just reminds me that the last time there was <coughs> the covered Hatayr that Reb Nassim Tzvi gave to Reb Beryl. And then the next day after giving the, the covered Hatayr to Reb Beryl, the um, great receiver of Nassim Tzvi was taken away from us at a young age, but look what he accomplished. <clears throat> Everything that we see today in the Halakha Mir Yeshiva, much, much of it is due to his great Mesiris Nefesh. And this week we saw a great lesson in the Indian of Kavad HaTorah and the Indian of <clears throat> Kvod Shem Shemayim with the elections that took place here in Israel. And I, we will speak about it as we'll try to reflect upon it through the eyes and the prism of the Parsha Shavuah as well but really a tremendous, tremendous mahapach, as they say, a revolution. No one really thought that there would be a change in the in the Knesset and that there would be a new government that would come in that would be removing the anti-religious and the anti-Mesora and the left uh, support from the Arabs, which was unheard of until the past government, very short-lived government, and now a new government's going to come in with an old prime minister, Bibi Netanyahu, everyone's familiar with, and the fact that the religious parties and the right-wing parties of uh, the, the from the religious perspective are now going to be able to enter into the government and there should be more of a connection to the Masora, to the Masora, which was really what I think really came out. People really felt almost a backlash of the fact that uh, there was an antagonism towards the, the traditional aspect of the country and really what we're here all about. What, we, what, what, what are we really here for? We'll speak about that in a moment. And the parsha, the parsha is a parsha of Avram Avinu from Lech Lecha, from the fact that he is sent by HaKadosh Baruch to go to the land which HaKadosh Baruch will show him. And the parsha, it's very interesting. You take a look, really it's a 25-year span of Abraham Avinu's long life. 
from the time he's 75 years old on the, on the simple level until he's 100. And the parish is packed with the nisyonis of leaving, leaving Choron and finally getting to Eretz Yisrael, building a Mizbeach, uh, being Makar of people, uh, him with the men, sorry uh, with the women. Then there's a famine and he has to leave. Another, another Nisayan, the Bris Ben Absarim, famous Bris Ben Absarim, so many things, the, the battle of the, of the, the five kings and the four kings, and the Malkit Tzedek, Melech Shalim, Yushalayim, and then the promise that you're going to, he's going to have children, the, 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 the birth of Yishmael, and the Haftacha of Yitzchak, and there's going to be Tzchaik, and then he himself at 100 years old is, has a Mexibris Mila, so, so much that uh, is jam-packed into this parasha, and it's hard to pick out, but we want to try just to say some short things. But I did hear something last night, I was at a Shevabrachas, and I heard a very nice insight. We know the Mishnah Nova says that there are ten generations from Noyach until Avraham Avinu. And then the Mishnah says, besides the Asara Doris, that from, uh, from, from Noyach until Avram, and the lesson is that how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Rachmanus, and he, he, he decided to keep uh, the world going just like he had from Adam until Nayach. So he, then he had the Mabel from the Sarandaras, from Nayach to Avram comes to teach us again that there were so many nations, so many generations that were going against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Avram Avinu is the one that's Makabas Kulam. But then the next mission says, Asar Nisyanis Nisnasa Avram Avinu. There are 10 tests that Avram Avinu was tested. It's all questions of exactly what the tests were, but many of them were the tests which we find in this week's parasha, the Lech Lecha, the Rav, the, the fact that his wife Sarah was taken to the house of Paro, the Muhammad the Malachim, the Maimid Ben Absarim, which showed the Shibud Malchius, the Bris Mila was, a, was, a, was, a, was, a, was an Isayan. And uh, the question is, why does the Mishnah use the term Avram Avinu uh, and the next Mishnah, and the second Mishnah, not, not used in the first one? So someone said a very interesting and a very Pashida insight that Avram Avinu, until he began his Nisayinus, that was his own personal trek, so to speak, he's called Avraham. But Avram Avinu, when does he become Avinu? When he goes through the tests, when he goes through the Nisayinus. The Nisayinus in life... And the overcoming of Nisyanus, being able to stand up to Nisyanus, that is what turns a person into an Avinu. Avinu is the Pshat, he's Baina. And that's a lesson that we can learn from all of us. When you have difficulties in life, so we should recognize that those are the things which are going to create the dynamics of ourselves which we will transmit Hashem to our families, not the Mishpachas, and to anyone that we come in contact with, that's when we become the Bechina of Avinu. Revolbi says a little bit of a different Nusuch. He says the Torah only speaks about Avram Avinu from this time, because this is when Avram Avinu had the Nevius, the Nevius from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Torah is all about Torah. It's not just about life. When I say it's not about life, it's about life, but it's not just a person's personal life. It's his relationship with us, with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and what kind of lessons again that he teach he teaches Klal Yisrael. Avram Avinu is the one that teaches Klal Yisrael. So a very very interesting 
Maisa and an interesting insight in the Parsha. The Parsha says, we know, at the end of Parsha's Noyach, it already speaks about that uh, Terach and his son Avram, they leave Ur Kastim to go to Eretz Canaan. And it says, uh, the, last, the second to last Pasuk in Parsha's Noyach, they left together from Orkastim, to get to the land of Khan, In this week's Parsha, again now we see that this is a continuation. And it says in, in Perakid Bay's Pasik, hey, Avram takes his wife, Sarah, takes Leip and Achiv, eh, all the Rukhush, all the Nefesh. And it says at the end of the Pesach, they went to leave Eretz Canaan, to go towards Eretz Canaan, and they got to Eretz Canaan. So I heard a Gavaldik which will help us to understand maybe the, 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 the reflection on the, on the different Psukim over here. There was a younger man, he decided that he wanted to finally go, work on a plan to finish us, and he made a whole plan how, he's going to, how many blood he was going to learn. And he started the plan and he was a Talmud for Rabbi Moshe Shapiro. And he went over to Rabbi Moshe Shapiro Zetzal, and he asked him, he told him, this is my plan. And Rabbi Moshe said, Gvaldik, it's a great plan. And he says, you shouldn't be like Terach. So <laughs> what kind of great brach is that? You know what I mean? Okay, it's a great plan. Yeah, but you shouldn't be like Terach. The answer is, Terach also he had a plan to go to Eretz Canaan. Like it says in the end of last week's parasha, to go to the land of Canaan. But what does it say? He got to Charon, and then he ended up staying there. And then it says, Terach died over there. Terach dies in, in Charon. In this week's parasha, it says, He actually got to the land of Canaan. He didn't allow the Nisyayas Hachayin to, to, to deter him. And this young man said this gave him great chizuk. Whenever he had difficulties in his program and the amount of dafim they had to learn per day, and he remembered how difficult it was, he remembered what, what Rav Moshe had told him. It's a great plan, but don't be like Terach. What does it mean? If you start the plan, they're going to be Nisyanis, but the main thing is to get to the goal, to get to the land of Canaan. And I saw that Rav Chaim Kanievsky, everyone knows about the great Reb Chaim, how he had a tremendous chayvis upon himself, and he accepted upon himself to learn a certain amount of blood a day. I think he learned eight blood a day, just in a simple way. Yushalmis and uh, so many things that he had. But when he was younger, his when his uncle, the Chazanish, passed away, he was involved with the passing of, of the Chazanish, and then the Levaya. It was two days that he was literally completely, completely pushed off kilter. And the Levites in those days were not simple, and it was a tremendous Levi, and he was behind in his program, and he was completely, completely uh, exhausted, and he had no kayach. And he said to himself, I'm so much behind my plan. Ah, he almost got despondent, but he said, no. He said, I have to learn, and he picked himself up, and he learned. He said, he didn't have the full concentration. I was so exhausted. But I said, I'm just going to do it. And he ended up fulfilling his plan, Fulfilling his test. And also, Reb Nassim Svi, we're speaking of Reb Nassim Svi. Reb Nassim Svi didn't come from the same type of background, but still he pushed himself, no matter what, with all of his illnesses. He was stubborn in order for him to teach 
And this is a lesson for all of us. When we want to teach our children, we get through this yonis, we might not be like Reb Chaim's, we might not be like that young man, we might not be like Nassim Tzvi, but each person on his own level should recognize that the, the purpose is to get to the land of Canaan, to get to the land of Eretz Yisrael. When we see Eretz Yisrael, it is, we should find the place where we're able to steig and we're able to give over those lessons to our children. This week, as I said, was the elections, and we really we saw greatness, and if we analyze it on a simple level, the whole difference between the the voting of the parties to the right and the parties to the left, it came down to 4,500 votes. But those 4,500 votes, depending upon how the, the whole party system was set up, all of a sudden there was a 10-member Knesset spread between the parties to the right, including the religious parties, and the, and the, the party of Bibi Netanyahu, and the parties that were to the left. And we know this was really a Nitzachan, as we said before, for the traditional way of what we, why we want to be here in Eretz Yisrael. And I spoke yesterday in the yeshiva that we should know that the reason why we come to Eretz Yisrael is we learned out from this week's parasha from Avram Avinu. The Zaya says on the, uh, the concept of Lech Lecha, the Zaya says Lech Lecha, as we know, like Rashi says, Lahanascha Ulu Toivascha, you should go for your benefit. So the Zaya says, what was the benefit of Avinu going to the land of Canaan? Because the mitzvah, because the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, as long as he was in Chutzlart, he wouldn't be able to get to the levels of Kedusha that he was able to get when he came to Eretz Yisrael. So we see that there's a tremendous uh, she'ifa, a tremendous uh, uh, wanting to be in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Why? We want to be in Eretz Yisrael because we want to get the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is the land the place of but over here we said over that the Pnei Yeshua says and this is really a condition that the only time a person gets the schus of Eretz Yisrael is only if he wants to be in Eretz Yisrael for this specific reason, for the Kedusha, or the Ashras HaShchina, for the Milas al of what happens when a person living in Israel, we're living in the Paltra and Shomach, we're living in the palace of the king. But if a person comes to Eretz Yisrael, just because he wants to be in the Middle East, he wants to be able to have a, a lifestyle which is the antithesis of the Torah, then it's worse than if he was in Chutzlaretz. Because it says, We don't want to turn Eretz Yisrael into a cosmopolitan place, as we always used to say in Ner Yaakov. There are two streets in Jerusalem. One street was Rechov ben Yehuda, and one street was Rechov Sirotskin. We always explain that Rechov ben Yehuda was named after ben Yehuda, the purpose, the person who founded the Hebrew language. And he wanted that there should be a country for the Jews, just like any other country in the world, just like in Paris, just like in New York, just like in any other cosmopolitan London, we want to have the same thing over here. We'll have a language because every nation has a language, not because it's a holy language. Chas v'sholem. And we said that Sirotskin was named after Zalman Sirotskin, and his whole purpose was that there should be more Torah, more yeshivas. And on that street, it's very interesting, 
What do we find in Rechav Siratzkin? We find yeshivas and kayulim and from people. What do we find in Rechav Ben Yehuda? Those who remember what Rechav Ben Yehuda is all about, not necessarily the most uh, holy activities that we would like to have in Yerushalayim or HaKadosh. So this is a lesson. A lesson is, why are we here? And I think this is really brought out in the finest form by the elections which we just had. And we saw a tremendous, tremendous outpouring of people. I myself went with the Revson. We went the day of elections and a lot of couples that went, older people, people came in wheelchairs, people went out in order to bring back the Torah concept, the Kedusha of Eretz And we hope and we pray that with this new government, there should be a, a, a positive force. And for sure, we have to doubt that we should get to Mashiach because this government is just a government and it, it is here in order to serve a purpose. But the real purpose is to get us as close as we can back to the levels of Kedusha. Lech Lecha, just a little Ramazim. Lech Lecha is Big Matri 100, the Balaturim says, teaching us a remez that Avmavina, when will you be zoichet to Lazaracha, to children, when you'll be 100 years old? That's when he was zoichet to Yitzchok. Also, Lech Lecha, you will have Lech Lecha, when you come to Yitzchok, you will have 100 years. He came when he was 75, and he was zoichet to live till 175, all hinted to in the words of Lech Lecha. Um, I saw a Misa, uh, which is negate what we've been speaking about. We've been pushing a little bit the concept of the elections, but uh, there are so many uh, tremendous stories about people that were Misa Nefesh to go and to vote. And when we say to go to vote, you know, I myself uh, say over in my book that I heard from Reb Chaim Shulevitz that it was when I took him to the elections in the car, he said he's going to be Mekayim the Mitzvah of L'shmaya L'divrei Rivshach. I always say that over when I would go, when I went to vote this this time as well, I'm a chavin, that I'm being Mekayim the Mitzvah of listening to the to the Psach of the Gedolim. Today's God was a Gershon Edelstein, nine, almost 100 years old. When he went to vote, thousands of people went with him. There were People woke up early in the morning, Yeshiva Baruch, and they were singing and they were dancing because we believe it's a religious opportunity and a religious obligation for us to vote in order to be able to influence the ability to be able to have the traditional way of living in Eretz Yisrael for the Shabbos and for the Kashris. This past government was, was a very short-lived government. Uh, they tried to take away the support for the Torah, take away the support for the Kashris. They started creating that you can bring chametz into the hospitals on Shabbos, they wanted to make public transportation on Shabbos. And many of these parties have been around for a long time. And, and they, they're gone and forgotten with. Someone said that Lieberman, who had a very, very anti-religious stand, he was the one that, when he got in, he said he wanted to hit the, 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 the from people in the pockets. He tried to take away a lot of support that was given. And one of the things he did was he didn't want to have chad pami. He didn't want to have the paper, the plastic plates because he said it's not ecological. But really everyone knew that the large families, it's a very, very big thing. And there was a, it made a high, very high tax on it. So now they say that Lieberman, who was the Sire of Sire, was Chad Pami. He was only once, in a, he was a one-time deal. And he's now not going to be in power. Now we're not happy because 
we want that our enemies or the people that act like enemies should be disparaged. But we do have to analyze and we do have to stand up for really why we're here in Eretz Yisrael. And I think when we analyze and we come out with this week's parsha, we see that Avram Avinu was Moshe Nefesh to come to Eretz Yisrael. And we still see we're surrounded by so many enemies who tried to destroy us this past week and even last night. They started firing into the to the to the to the south again, and we need a lot of siyata d'shmaya. But Baruch Hashem, the fact that we have so much learning and so much Torah and so much mesiris nefesh, this is what's going to to give us the schusim to be able to withstand all our enemies. It was Yeshua Bachur who this particular election, he decided that he had to go back to the Negev where he lives in order to vote, and he left Yeshiva. And when he was on the way, he called his mother, and his mother was very happy. She would have an opportunity to see him. She says, he says, Ima, I'm only coming to vote. That's what I'm here for, and I want to go right back to Yeshiva because I want to, I promise that we're going to have Seder Shlishi in the Yeshiva. I want to be back on time for the night Seder. So she said she understands it completely, but she wants to meet him, and she met him outside of the polling area, and she brought a package of food and goodies, and he brought some, I guess, some laundry that he needed to get laundered for the next time he would go home. And they spoke for a few minutes, and she said she was so taken by the fact that her son wanted to go back to the yeshiva and how excited it was, because the whole purpose of voting was in order that the yeshiva Bachman should be able to get support and be able to sit and learn. And it reminded her that when she was engaged to her husband, the father of this boy, she was a little, a little bit older, and she was unsure. You know, like a lot of times, older girls are not sure, is it the right one, not the right one? And even though they were engaged, she had some last-minute jitters. She decided to go speak to the Rosh Hashiva of her, at that point, Chassan, or the one she was about to become engaged to. And the Rosh heard her out, and he didn't try to say, oh, you know, you're just, you know, um, it's anxieties. He says, I understand what you're saying, and I understand fully what you're saying. I just want to tell you one thing. At that point, it was 27 years ago. It was right after the event that took place when the Prime Minister of Israel, Yitzhak Rabin, was shot and murdered on Amatzi Shabbos. And it was a horrific, tragic event that took place. Not getting into the whole history behind it, but um, he said that night, uh, the news happened in Tel Aviv. And it seems that this particular bacher, the, the father of the boy that we're talking about, he was then a bacher in the yeshiva. And Matzah Shabbos, he called home. When he called home, he was speaking to his mother. And all of a sudden, the news was playing. And they told him about the news. And he got so distraught about it. But he said to himself, you know, I have this distraughtful news, but if I go back into the base and start telling everyone about it, it's going to be such a tumult. So he decided he's not going to mention it to anybody. And as he was walking in the hall, after he hung up the phone, the old days didn't have cell phones, it was a pay phone, his Rosh Hashiva saw him, and Rosh Hashiva saw that he was very disturbed. This boy was very disturbed. So he says to him, what's wrong? So he told the Rosh Hashiva, he said, I, have to, I just spoke to my mother, she told me this tragic news. But I made a decision that I don't want to disturb the boys in the basement. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do my best to learn. So the mother said, 27 years later, she said, my son now sitting and learning in yeshiva, and the only thing that's important to him is in order for him to get back into the base medrash. What a schus. What a schus. And she said she felt that's because she now, and because of that, 
this conversation she had with the Rashiva, she decided this is the person she wants to marry. And look what happens. Rabbi Sai, I was able to be at a, at a Shevard Brachas last night, and I saw a beautiful family, friends of mine, created a, a beautiful, beautiful dynasty of B'nai Torah. And this all emanates from this week's parsha, Avram of Vinu, Avram who is our father, Avram who helps to build the houses of Chesed, the houses of Torah, Avram Avinu is Megayer, the Anoshim and Soros Megayeris as Anoshim. We're living in a world where we know that things are Chad Pami, things are like, you know, we just throwaways, but the Torah is not a throwaway. The Torah is Chai kind. The Torah is the most important thing. And this is the Torah of Avram Avinu. We should be Zorchim Hashem, this Shabbos. Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Lech Lecha Tav Gimel. Shabbos Kodesh, the yard site of Rachel Imenu, Reb Nassim Tzvi All these great people were Meisah Nefesh. And we see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he shined Chut Shel Chesed on Kala Yisrael. That is, my Rebison said, just a new feeling in the country. We feel that this is a country we have the siyat we'll have siyat to the shemayim. We should be zayichem yitzhashem to be mekadoshem shemayim to follow in the ways of the Torah and to be zayichem yitzhashem to the Mashiach tzidkain of Hayav Yemenu Amen Amen. Wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank JFoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.